We are fucking recording. And we're fucking recording. All right. Well, hello, ladies and germs. My name's Don, a.k.a. Fuckboy Extreme. Fuckboy Extreme. I, I am the co-host of the podcast, Anything But Basketball. Focusing on the NFL through probably February. Sprinkling oh, a little yeah. other shit as shit happens. Mark Teixeira fucks a dog. We'll talk about it. Other than that, it's football from here until February. Uh, Correct. My co-host across from me here on the old uh, Skype. His name's Damien. Damien introduced Yes, himself. sir. I am Damien Johnson. I'm doing great. Uh, yeah. Tell everyone your last name so they can find where you live and fuck you to death. That's great. <laughs> well. Yeah, fuck, it's out there. These things happen. So, basically what we're doing here is, we, this is the first official episode, full, first full episode, we did a little yeah. release earlier, we talked about it, of the Anything But Basketball podcast. So, yeah. we're going to get into what we're going to be doing here. Right off the bat, we have Sleepers, Bus 2018, Fantasy Football. I know a lot of you guys play fantasy, I do too. I'm really terrible at it, Damien's a lot better. True. We have our stardom situm portion of fantasy football. Again, Damien is a Which lot better, better than I am. We cannot call it stardom situm. This is just start sit. Because <laughs> stardom yeah. situm is a NFL oh, network yeah. thing. Yeah, no offense. Didn't mean to say that. It's copyright yeah. infringement and all that. Basically, okay, so we're going to rename stardom situm. Fuck them. Chuck them. Fuck them or chuck them. Fuck them or chuck them. That's new. Right. Yep. So, if and we say we fuck them, just... that's good. If we say <clears throat> chuck them, that's bad. And a lot of you girls out there know that. Mm-hmm. On. From that, we have, after our whole fantasy football thing, we're going to do a week one predictions on every game, why we think the way we do. We go into that. Uh, some games will get more attention than others. We'll do our idiot fan of the week, which is kind of something I came up with, something I'm going to talk about. It it's a lot. It has to do with the Khalil Mack trade, which is I think is something. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's the headliner, but it is right now in in the NFL. Something it's the biggest big thing going on in the NFL right now. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll talk about our putts of the week, which is basically your person who fucked up. Your savage of the week, which is someone who crushed it. And uh, we'll just kind of. Spitball from there. We're get, we're just kind of sitting here bullshitting. I'm drinking Irish whiskey, okay? Yep. Damien's drinking Mick Holtz. Let's try not to judge him for that. You can judge Damien. away. They're delicious. He was born. He was born that way. So it's not his fault. To be fair, though, when we're together, he does. He fucks with whiskey, so I'm not gonna judge. I have a bunch of whiskey downstairs. I have to fucking. Yes, you know, like tomorrow. I also have to work tomorrow, but I work in the afternoon, so it doesn't matter. I work in, like, six hours. Perfect. It's the best time. <clears throat> anyway, All right. so right off the bat, we're going to get into our three fantasy sleepers in 2018. These are guys we think are going to make an impact that a lot of people are probably writing off. And I'm going to give the floor to Damien right away on his okay. fantasy sleepers. My fantasy sleepers... um. These guys, I wouldn't spend a draft pick on. They're more, well, maybe. Maybe one of them, maybe one or two of them, but not all of them. These ones are mostly 
guys that I think will come late in the season you're going to be picking up off the waiver wire. Um, I'll start it off with Antonio Callaway, wide receiver, Cleveland. He's starting week one, so uh, that's that's new. He was um, a fourth-round pick, but he's a first-round talent, so the scouts say. Um, he had limited, limited time in the preseason. He played one full game, um, and that was 87 yards and a touchdown. I think he's going to have a potentially a mid-season waiver pickup. Um, and he'll have time to learn from Landry Jones and Josh Gordon how to be a pro on the field, not so much off the field from Flash Gordon, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Nothing wrong with hit the joint in the limo, okay? Dude's from Miami, yeah. Florida. Let's get it done. Yeah, if, little, if, Josh, Gordon, if Josh Gordon can't stay out of trouble, look for this guy to, who also needs to stay out of trouble. Look for this guy to be a mid-season waiver pickup. Um, <clears throat> my next is Michael Gallup, wide receiver for Dallas. Um, number two wide receiver in Dallas could end up being Dak Prescott's main guy late in the season or mid-season. Uh, the reason I think that is because, first off, who the hell is Dak throwing the ball to this year? Does, does anybody fucking know? You know, it's not Dez. It's not this. It's not this. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Cole Beasley. Taking him in New England. That didn't happen. He's white. Okay, let's not even talk about that. Yeah. Cole Beasley and Alan Hearns are the top guys in uh, in Dallas. Dallas. None of those guys have ever been the guy. Ever. Dallas is a joke. And Bunny and Joyle are going to be mad at me about saying that. But you know what? Prove, me, prove to me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm They're not. not gonna be good. They won't yeah, be good exactly. this year. Plus, he comes from um, Colorado State University. You know, he'd be blazing trees. Yeah. He's on top of it. Don't do not do that in Dallas, though. You'll get locked up for 25 years. Real life. Seven. And then what I like about him is in the preseason, seven receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown, limited time. <clears throat> and then my final pick is James Washington, wide receiver. Pittsburgh. This guy had fucking seven receptions, 158 yards, two tutters in the preseason. Um, 57% of his receptions were for 20 plus yards. Mm. 85.7% of his receptions were for first downs. Mm. Number three on the depth chart, Eli Rogers is on the pup list this year. Therefore, he will be the number three guy all year long. He's got a not a. Eli Rogers being on the physically unable to playlist, that does hurt a lot because Eli Rogers has been a presence not only on the field but in the locker room. He's a solid he's a veteran at this point. Which is weird. I think he's only been in the league for like what, five, six years? I don't know. Don't not know long. don't know stats on Eli Rogers. Just know he's been Eli around. But you know who he is if you watch football, Eli Rogers, you're under you know the name. He's not on anyone's fantasy team, okay? No. That's never been a thing. But he makes big grabs, and he is an impact in the locker room. Hopefully he sticks uh, around. Yep. Coming out of um, uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah. James Washington, that is. Um, My, my, my last couple notes on uh, James Washington, potential deep threat, and... Potential Juju 
Wow. Come out of your come out of nowhere midseason. That's, That's crazy. My thoughts on James Washington. I I don't disagree with you. At five eleven, uh, two hundred fourteen pounds, he is a he's a physical specimen. He's not quite tall enough to to make the jump ball against six foot six foot one cornerback safeties, <clears throat> but yards after the catch, that weight, that density, that's gonna help him. I think he could be an impact on the league for sure. He's gonna be a force there. Hopefully, if Big Ben pulls his head out of his ass. So those are your sleepers. Yes, those are my sleepers. Those are my three. My three are a little less. Okay. I say three, but there's four. We'll start off with Royce Freeman for the Denver Broncos. I'm going to start off right away with my homer team. I'm a diehard Broncos fan. Uh, huge, huge Royce Freeman fan as well. I love watching the Oregon Ducks play college football. That is insane. Just totally insanity to me. I, that does, that's not even a fucking sentence. It's totally insane to me. <laughs> like their offense. Yeah. The way their offense works, especially when Chip Kelly was still there, it was amazing. Uh, he only had 15 carries in the preseason, which is a good and a bad thing. You're not getting a really good exposure to him, but at the same time, you see that Denver is trying to save him for the preseason because he did, for the regular season, because he did get a lot of carries in college. He oh, a 1,000 carries, something ridiculous. But when I watched him play, the 15 carries he did get in the highlights, it he almost he kind of exudes like a Le'Veon Bell kind of. I don't want to say essence, but it's it's an essence, a Le'Veon Bell essence in there. He kind of hesitates at the line and then he explodes. And he's not super fast, but he is powerful. At six foot one, 220 ish pounds, delivers the hits pretty well. And moving on from Royce Freeman, I'll move on away from my Homer picks to Josh Gordon. Now, all right, we're all pretty familiar with Josh Gordon. If you've been watching football for the last three years, he got banned for what, an entire season? Yeah. Okay. He's back now. He's off the weed, I guess, supposedly off the weed. And last year he did a few good things. He, he you know, took some notice on the uh, Sports Center top ten. Uh, he's really fast. He's really good with his hands, but he needs to stay off the weed long enough to make an impact. Uh, the Browns roster. I will, is... I would like to note that Josh Gordon is one failed piss test away from being out of the league for a very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for forever and ever, and that's fine. But we're just gonna we're gonna pretend that he turned over a new leaf. And he's working on – he's just doing yoga now. He doesn't need to smoke the wacky tobacco. He's just fucking loving life. But he's so fast and he's so good. His hands are insane. And the Browns roster is – I'm not going to say it's improved. I'm not going to say it's improved full-fledged. I'm going to put quotations around that. I'm going to say it's improved because Hugh Jackson's still the head coach. Uh, you wrote an article. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a week ago. <laughs> He's garbage. He's he absolute garbage. trash, and he makes the calls. So I'm not going to say the roster is that great because Hugh Jackson is still at the helm, and he's garbage. I, I'm on, I'm going to make a prediction right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Todd Haley takes over that team week six, minimum. Okay? Hugh Jackson's out the door. He's going to get his fucking severance package. Don't worry about it. 
He's still gonna be able to feed his kids. Okay, don't cry. But I'm gonna. I honestly think Hugh Jackson's out the door week six. Baker Mayfield's starting week four. That's my honest to god opinion. And if Baker Mayfield and Josh Gordon have been getting together partying, maybe some wars. We don't know. But they've been getting together, hanging out, little chemistry. I'm saying Josh Gordon's a sleeper. I'm saying he's gonna do well this year. Another sleeper I have. I have four. Chicago Bears defense. Let me name you three names. Cleo Mack, Danny Trevathan, Prince of Mookamore. Mm-hmm. You have eight. First level, second level, third level, star corner, centerpieces to your defense. I think you got to pick them. Now, granted, your defense is probably not the first thing you look. You look to draft in a fantasy draft type situation. But if it's available, if you think you can pick it up, I would. Khalil Mack has a lot of forced fumbles in three years. Okay, three a year. That's a lot of points. Danny Trevathan makes a lot of tackles for a loss. He picks the ball off here and there. And Prince of Mukamura is a shutdown type secondary player with the correct pieces around him. Do you have something to say there, old boy? About the Bears defense? No, I don't. I don't know much about them. No, not the uh, diehard Bears fans since you were born. You don't know anything no, about them. Don't know okay. anything about them. What I will say is, watch out for Leonard, Leonard Floyd. Also, outside linebacker, defensive end type player. Um, what Vic Vangio's defense was fucking top ten in fantasy last year. Add Khalil Mack to that mix. These guys are going to be. Top 10 for sure again this year, I would say. And we're going to dive right into the whole Bears, Khalil Mack thing later. Mm-hmm. But you do not do not sleep on the on the Chicago Bears this year. Don't do it. Don't think it's an easy win. I'm telling you right now, Khalil Mack is – he eats babies. I'm 90% sure that that's true. I heard that, I actually. And my – okay, my fourth sleeper is Delaney Walker. Uh, it's tight end, Tennessee. Now, looking at his numbers over the last few years, people have been kind of not drafting him as high as they have been, but it doesn't really make sense if you're looking at – if you have a draft coming up. Never mind. This It's going to air on Thursday. No one's going to draft anymore. What I'm saying is if Delaney Walker is still on the waiver wire, pick him up. He's a solid pick. If you're stuck with fucking Greg Kittle, make it happen. George, George Kittle. Fuck Greg, okay? Greg <laughs> George, Graham, it doesn't matter. No one knows his name. Okay? I think you'll be surprised with how good George Kittle will be this year, though. I think he's I do have, I have George Kittle. I know you uh-huh. have him. I know you have him. I, I didn't know you already him. put him on your bench. I did. I did put him on my bench. Fuck George Kittle. Keep All him right, there. Baby. Keep him there. I think you'll like it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to ride with that. But the Lady Walker, people have been cooling on him. They haven't been really picking him as highly as they used to be. Like, say, three, four years ago. I'll say three years ago. People were picking him relatively highly. Like, in that kind of... Fourth overall tight end, probably. Fourth, yeah, exactly. You got your... I mean, you got your Gronk out of the way, Kelsey. Yeah, and then you, out of then there. You, then, up, then Greg Olsen. Big butts, yeah. But big butts of savage. Anyway, he's out of there, and I, if he's available, I think you should pick him. Tennessee is not a bad team. A lot of people are going to say they aren't great. Marcus Mariota kind of regressed from his rookie season last year. That's It's not really 
you shouldn't read too deeply into that. I think this year they they've improved, and I think that uh, Delaney Walker is going to benefit from that. Uh, he's definitely not a Gronkowski type. He's not going to get you two tutters a game. He's not going to you know break a lot of tackles. But if you're looking for every down back, consistent points on a tight end, Delaney Walker's a solid option. Yeah. Mariota's a big fan of him too, so Yeah, Mariota like it's like a safety valve. Mm-hmm. You know, and like Shannon Sharp for John Elway, Delaney Walker to Marcus Mariota, not quite on the same scale, obviously. But you never know. Uh let's see how long that duo lines up for. And uh, they might be in the top. But from our sleepers now, got a lot of interesting info there. We're going to move yeah. on to our bus, which are guys we think just aren't going aren't gonna to live up to the hype, aren't going to be as good as people seem to think they will be. And this is all opinion-based, obviously. If you guys have opinions, if you want us to talk about something, fucking message, message us on Facebook, DM us on Instagram. I've had a couple whiz. Don't judge me. So, bus, Damien, what are your busts? Bus, I got uh, Jay Ajayi this year. <clears throat> I think that there are too many mouths to feed in the Eagles' backfield. Big four, time. four running backs, four running backs that will see playing time. All four Aaron's will see playing gone, time. Right? No, he's still there. Lies. He's actually number two on the depth chart. Where the fuck did I read that he left? I don't know where you read that. Fakenews.com, obviously. Don's full. Oh, oh no, you're right. I was reading about something. They released a running back recently, though, and he was supposed to be the heir to Darren Sproles, but he's gone. So they released somebody. Right. Move on. I will tell you why. So first off, they got four miles of feedback there. Full-blown running back by committee, but J.H.I. will be leading the – going into the beginning of the season, J.H.I. will be the starter. I think that Corey Clement will come out in that backfield as the main guy. The reason I say that is last year in limit action, Corey Clement had four touchdowns uh, running on just 74 carries, 321, 321 yards. Then then he also had 10 receptions, 123 yards, and two touchdowns in his rookie campaign. He's from Wisconsin. But then... I say that J.H.I. had more touches and less touchdowns in 2017 in Clement, and I I know that J.H.I. had one really good year in Miami, and people are still all over that. <laughs> they hit like 200 just, yards for three weeks yeah, in a he, row. Right. He, yeah. Great. That's all fine he was and great good. For three weeks straight. But I think Corey Clement is going to be the guy that comes out of that backfield towards the end of the season. That's just my personal opinion, obviously. Uh, that is it for JJ. Uh, my next is Calvin Benjamin. <laughs> this fucking guy thinks that Cam Newton is the reason for a short time in Carolina because he's not an accurate quarterback. Little does little did he know at the time he was going to fucking Buffalo. Well, I, I guess he knew, but he's going to Buffalo, and his fucking starting quarterbacks are going to be Josh <laughs> Who the Allen fuck knows? and Nathan, Nathan Peterman. If Josh Allen is racist Nathan. anyway. Am I right? Racist tweets. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Yeah. So, but he had solid. I, I'll give him this. He's one of the only options for Buffalo for Nathan Peterman and Josh Allen to throw the ball to. 
Yes. I think he'll have more than three touchdowns than he did than like he did last season. Wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me that Nathan Peterman is starting for the Buffalo Bills this year? Yeah, week one. All right, I got to make some uh, alterations to my schedule. Go on. <laughs> um, I did not know that. I don't know why I didn't know that. I didn't know it. Nathan anyway. Peterman is the worst quarterback in the history of the NFL. Saying that on record. Go ahead. I mean. The, the first half performance that he had with five INTs is impressively bad, really. I could do better than that, and I would just run it constantly. Yeah, just run the ball. Yeah, I, I would, quite honestly, after three in the first half, if I'm the coach, I'm benching that guy. And then also, if I'm the quarterback, I am done throwing the fucking ball. Yeah. Uh, we're going to offer you a uh, halfback draw literally every single play until you pull me because I am obviously not prepared for this. That's what I would do. Because I'm a bitch, and that's fine. No one's judging. It's all good. 16 of his 19 touchdowns were in two years, 14, 2014, 2016, both with Cam Newton. I don't. Yeah. I think that with no quarterback in Buffalo, he's not going to have much success. I don't think he will either. You're right. And my last guy, Jordan Reed, tight end. Washington, never, I never want to draft this guy ever. How dare you? He's made of glass. How dare you? I drafted him, auto-draft, hashtag auto-draft. He's going to get me at least 1,000 points this year. At least 1,000 points. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. He's a top five tight end when he's healthy. The only problem is never fucking healthy. He's made a puff uh, plus, and he just cares. I would. I would only draft him as my number two tight end if I was ever if I was to have a backup tight end, which I usually yeah, do. Because you have George I would Kittle. Go, so yeah. why would you want it? You know, obviously, I'm gonna draft Vernon Davis first overall tomorrow. Tell you that for free because he's an animal. Not, not a, that's not advised. Disclaimer. Um. Yeah, like I said, I would only draft him as my number two guy. And he's high risk, high reward. All I'm saying is have a backup plan. Don't reach for him. Absolutely. Do not go outside. The... Okay. Well, on a tight end, I'm going to say if you're reaching, you're going fifth round. You're fifth round. Because in your first three rounds, if you're not an absolute lunatic, you're, dra- you're drafting a wide receiver, a running back, and another running back in your first three. The fourth round is kind of a wild card, but you could go quarterback. It depends on what everyone's doing in your drafts. It, it, everything is different. If everyone's drafting a quarterback in the second round, then you kind of got to adapt to that because you don't want to be left with fucking Eli Manning. You know what I mean? So if your fantasy draft is made up of people who aren't mentally handicapped, okay, you're going to wait till the fourth, fifth round, draft a decent tight end. Uh if people are drafting Tom Brady second overall in your fantasy league, then you need to just go ahead and quit that league mid-draft. Say, you know what? This isn't for me. I would rather jerk off in my apartment alone and not worry about it because you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. People are that stupid. Yeah. It's I've true. seen I've Aaron Rodgers. I've, I've actually been two drafts where Aaron Rodgers was off the board before Todd Gurley. 
or Le'Veon. Well, yeah. One yeah, time no, it was Todd Gurley I've and Le'Veon. literally been in fantasy drafts where Aaron Rodgers, okay, we live in the Midwest. Aaron Rodgers is a big deal. Where Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford, oh, I can say Matt Stafford, okay, Aaron Rodgers or someone of that caliber, and a quarterback is off the off the board within the first five picks. Mm-hmm. You kind of just shake your head, like even a moron knows. You take your posi- skill position players first, outside of quarterback, and you wait and you kind of play it by ear. Especially this year, that if oh, the yeah. later you get in the draft. The least, I mean, running back wise, I always have picked two running backs to start off my drafts this year. First two rounds running backs because rounds four and five, you're down to nothing. You're that you're reaching. You're looking for yeah. Fucking oh, Ronnie Bernard's pretty good. Fuck you. Shut up and you move on. Yeah. So is that it for your uh, bus? Yeah, them's my bus. So I have four busts that I know Damien doesn't agree with all of them. So that's fine. Uh, my first bust that I have listed, and this is not in any specific order, okay? This is not saying that whoever I list first is the biggest bust. This is just kind of word vomit that I put on there, and I didn't take the time to order it. So right away I have Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City. He's young, you know. He's had a year behind Alex Smith. That's great. But he doesn't have the downfield stress that I think that he needs as a rookie quarterback. That being said, he does have Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Cheetah. Yeah. And Sammy Watkins. It's also great. And he does have Kareem Hunt as a running back to help him out. But when Kareem Hunt went up against elite defense, who's his tight end? Okay, don't end. talk about Travis Kelsey. So my man crush you know that. You know I'm sensitive about it. Hashtag Travis Kelsey have sex with me. That's not what I'm getting at. What I mean is he's young. He's inexperienced. Yeah. He only had a year or a year behind Alex Smith. Who I mean Alex Smith is a game he's manager. Not in range, but he's a he's a game manager. He's not a he's not an elite quarterback. And he's going to play in the AFC West. And I'm a diehard Denver Broncos fan. I'll be upfront about it. The AFC West has some of the best pass rushers in the NFL. You have Vaughn Miller, Bradley Chubb, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston. And I'm not even naming all of them. That's just the five that I thought of off the top of my head. The only upside is Justin Houston is on his team. So only has to face him in practice. Yeah, my bad. Okay, I was thinking to David Carr. No. I'm skipping ahead. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I got I'm going to cut you. out that part. <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm mentally retarded. It's For some okay. reason, I thought we were talking about David Carr. We're going to get to him. Oh, well. Yeah. Justin Houston can kill him in practice, so we don't know. <laughs> anyway, he's got a lot of great pass rushers against him in the AFC West, and they have to play each team twice a year. He's young. He's got a good running game, but as I was saying before, Kareem Hunt against top 10 defenses, not great. When he played Denver last year, he didn't perform well. He was stuffed pretty heavily, either away or at home. And I just don't think that he's going to just step in and have like that, you know, 
third to the MVP seat caliber year that people think he will. He's tremendous. He is make plays with his feet, but people aren't stupid anymore. Defensive coordinators are going to have a spy. They have athletic linebackers on the second level, second, third year guys. He's not going to have the success that I think Joe Flacco did when he first came in, when he was mobile. Uh, he's a bust for me. I, he can get you points, and that's fine, but he's not going to be your Tom Brady, your Aaron Rodgers, your Deshaun Watson, your Ben Roethlisberger. He's going to be a mid-range kind of guy, kind of keep you in the fight, but not win you win it for you. I think that's fair. And I'm not going to say he's not going to be a great quarterback because it's his first year starting. Uh, moving on from Patrick Mahomes, I have Jimmy Graham. Uh, okay, a lot of people don't know this. Aaron Rodgers does not throw touchdown passes to tight ends. One out of ten goes to tight ends. And that's being generous. Usually it's a wide receiver. He doesn't use a safety valve often. He likes the slant routes across the field deep. The fast, shorter receivers. Jimmy Graham's more of a box-out tight end. He's a basketball star before he became a football star. He's a hefty guy. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to target him as much as people think he will. I don't think that he's going to get the points that people are hoping he will. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been in the league 13 years. A lot of people... That doesn't feel real to me, that Aaron Rodgers has been in the NFL for 13 years, but it's true. Um, 2005, he was drafted. He's been this way for 13 years since he was drafted. He's been starting since 2008. 2008, 2009. Doesn't matter. Anyway, 9-10 years he's been starting. He's not going to change his game now. Uh, Jimmy Graham's a great player to have, but at the same time, he's a tight end. He's not going to him. Next up, I have Andrew Luck. At Indianapolis, is coming off a lot of time off. He had a full season last year to think about it. His offense is less than stellar. T.Y. Hilton, Eric Ebron, those are your downfield threats. That's it. Jack Eric Doyle Ebron, in the red zone. Fuck Jack Doyle. Eric Ebron has dropped more balls in puberty. Okay? I've seen him play. It's atrocious. Okay. That being said, I have also seen Andrew Luck pull off 11-win seasons with less talent than he has. So that's my one pick that could potentially be, you know, on the edge of whether or not it's legit. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll give him until week six to figure it out. If he's not 3-3 three and three at least by then, I'm going to go ahead and say that Andrew Luck's a bust uh, this season. I'm not saying he's not an elite quarterback. I'm not saying he's not tremendously talented. I'm saying that his coaching his coaching staff has not done enough around him, especially with his injury, to make him worthy of being elite. And my last spot, I know it was only supposed to be three, but I have four because I can't narrow it down. David Carr out of Oakland. Like he's coming off an injury two years ago. Last year wasn't that great. Gruden kind of fucked him. He's got Literally no talent. I'm not going to say one talent. He's got a limited amount of talent around him. This ain't fucking Tyrone Wheatley era here, okay? He's got nothing. Doug Martin, garbage. His offensive line, I'm not going to lie. They went out and they got an offensive line. They protected him. They don't want another broken leg. 
I get that. But when you go ahead and you put a rookie tackle against Von Miller or Bradley Chubb, you're in for a long fucking day. I don't care who you are. I watched Bradley Chubb in preseason. That kid is a fucking animal, and he will eat you alive. You got Bradley Chubb, Vaughn Miller, Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston. That's just in your division. That's not even counting who you're going to play outside of that. I, I don't see him being an elite force. I don't see him being a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers caliber fantasy football quarterback. He is a game manager. He is a great quarterback. But at the same time, I'm going to go ahead and say that he's a bust. He's not going to get you the points you think he will. I go to the waiver wire, see what you got available. I agree. I wouldn't draft him. I don't. Th- I think only 80% of people did. Just because of the fact that he's he's playing in one of the toughest divisions of football. AFC West has been a laughing stock since probably... I'm going to say 2007, 2008, just with the Chiefs being kind of piss poor, the Oakland Raiders being always them, the Chargers being their typical, nonsensical, below-the-line self. But this year, it's no joke. they got a lot of talent. The Chargers, I think, are going to take the AFC West this year, and Melvin Ingram will fuck your kids. That's true. Not in a sexual sense. But mentally, they see a picture of him and they don't want to go to school anymore. It's like Melvin Ingram. I saw him on the on the Google images. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, he's scary. It makes me hard, but also scary. Yeah, you're right. So those are our startup sitems. No, those are uh, those are the busts. Oh, busts. Start of Sims are next. Yes, sir. Do you want to leave that one off or do you want me to leave that one off? I'll leave that one off. I don't mind. Okay. Who do you got at quarterback? Start him. Quarterback, I got. Fuck. Wait a minute. Fuck. Hold on. Fuck him or chuck him? Fuck him or chuck him. It's like our version of. I can't say that out loud. It's copyright infringement. Okay. Fuck him or chuck him? Fuck him. I got. Deshaun Watson versus the Patriots secondary. Not great. The Patriots secondary hasn't been great for a long time. They've never been very good. It's mostly Tom Brady kind of picking up the slack on the defensive side. And Deshaun Watson's making plays. Uh, He's healthy, supposedly. Uh, Take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, be cautious. Don't just jump right in on it like I did. I don't care. The league I did that in. No buy-in. Doesn't matter. Do what you want to do. But the secondary of the Patriots isn't great. The pass rush isn't tremendous anymore. Uh, So I think Deshaun Watson's on pace to have a good year. I'm going to wait three weeks and decide that for myself. But for you, I mean, if you're desperate and you have Deshaun Watson, if you auto-drafted, if you're fucking off, you forgot about the draft, let him ride. Doesn't matter. Sit. I'm gonna sit Aaron Rodgers against the Chicago Khalil Max. Not the Chicago Bears. Chicago Khalil Max. Because that's the only motherfucker who can win a game for you single handedly. I am a Broncos fan. I mentioned it earlier. Khalil Mack has single handedly won games for the Oakland Raiders against Denver 
last three years. I've seen it with my own eyeballs. It hurts, but it's true. If you're going to say that Aaron Rodgers is going to still put up 20-plus points against Khalil Mack rushing off the edge, I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all because Khalil Mack is an animal. He eats babies and puppies. And the Bears' defense pretty solid. Yeah, um, I mean, even without Khalil Mack last year, they were still in the top ten. So don't sleep on them. Good defense. Aaron Rodgers is not going to have an easy time. The offense is still a little bit in question. Hopefully the chemistry between Mitch Trubisky and the wide receiving core has built up throughout the offseason. Um, yeah. Um, for me, uh, quarterback-wise, I said start Jared Goff. I am starting. If I have a Rams offensive player, I'm playing him. That fucking defense in Oakland, garbage. True. Um, uh, the reason I picked Goff, Oakland uh, last year was ranked 25th in points given up to QBs last year. That means everybody's scoring points on fucking Oakland. Um. Not a huge fan of Oakland's secondary. Uh, Jared Goff is running a high-powered offense. Everything about that offense is going to be scoring points. They're going to be chugging out points. And a lot of new toys for Jared Goff to play with. Um, so I see a lot of points in his future this week and this season. Uh, Sidham, Eli Manning versus Jacksonville. Uh, nobody should play Eli Manning ever, I don't think. Uh, the <laughs> I, I if would you only start your fantasy team. You're fucking lame. That's yeah, true. I agree. Uh, would I would only start Odell from this offense, and that's iffy because he's playing Jacksonville. But that's if you're well, going Saquon. to start. Oh, and Saquon. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Saquon, Thank you. Saquon, and um, Odell Beckham Jr. That is it. Saquon Barkley even might get a fucking nice welcome to the NFL with that Jaguars defense week one. <clears throat> so, yeah, I would sit Eli Manning for sure, though. I I would never start Eli Manning. No, I don't know why you would. So we're moving on to uh, the running back decision. Yep. Right? Yep. We got Le'Veon Bell against the Browns week one. Uh, the Browns didn't do much for their defensive line in the offseason. I don't think they're worth a whole ton. Le'Veon Bell's got a new contract or contract. No, he's not. He's a franchise tag. Not even yet. He hasn't signed it. He hasn't shown up yet. Oh my god! It might. It might be James Conner running week one for the Steelers. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we're gonna do running back start. What do you Melvin Ingram? Chargers. Tremendous team. Got a lot of talent. Uh, offensive line work. Been great. You mean... You mean uh, Alvin Kamara? No, Chargers. Oh, Melvin Gordon? You said the Melvin fuck Ingram. Fuck did I say Melvin Kamara? Okay, I had too many cocktails tonight. Huh? Feel free. You shit on me. Melvin Gordon, solid halfback. Kansas City Chiefs front seven, not great. 
I'm gonna go ahead and say that they're mm, they're not bad, but if you're looking for some solid squeeze points, especially with Le'Veon Bell being iffy, I would go ahead and say Melvin Gordon would be a solid point getter to go ahead and pick him up. Uh, running back sit Rashad Penny against the Denver Broncos. And this is not even me being a fag favorite fan. This is me just saying that Rashad Penny's not going to have the edge speed that he wants to have because you have Bradley Chubb as a rookie breaking that up. You have Vaughn Miller on the outside. You're not going to have that, that sweep speed that you wish that you had. You're going to have up the middle speed against mm, Brandon Marshall and the linebacking crew. You're not going to get a lot done there. Although in preseason, Adrian Peterson didn't do half bad. So it's 50-50, but I think that Denver defense is going to be another top five contributor. And you should probably sit him. If you drafted him, which you probably didn't, just based on numbers, if you have Rashad Penny in your lineup, go ahead, bench him week one, see what he does. You got 16 weeks to figure it out. If he does great, which I don't think he's going to do, because, again, you have the speed to stretch him out. You have the inside depth to stop him. Just kind of let it ride. See what he does, and then go to the waiver wire. And if you don't think he's up stuff. Chances are you probably didn't put all your eggs in the Rashad Penny basket, so... You probably you probably have other options. You probably can sit him. It's probably not going to hurt so yeah, much week one. Exactly. To sit him Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny is not your number one running back, for sure. If he is, then I don't know what you did, but you drafted like fourteen tight ends, and that's fucked up. Uh, just kind of play it by ear. You know, you, Seattle and Denver. That is a I'm not going to say historic because it's not, but it's a defensive matchup, especially lately. You got Denver with the top five defense. Seattle's kind of falling off of that platform. If you have a halfback like Rashad Penny, I would sit him week one. Just see what he does. If he fucking explodes, that's fine. Play him. I'm DJ. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Blame me. That's fine. Call me out in the comments. But if he explodes, okay, ride with him because he's obviously talented. All right. My sit for this week, uh, Alfred Morris and Matt Breida versus Minnesota. Minnesota last year, first against running backs in fantasy points, meaning that hardly anybody scored points versus Minnesota last year. Um, Minnesota's defense this year still very scary. Linval Joseph, Sheldon Richardson, Erickson Griffin, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks. <laughs> I didn't even cover the secondary. Um, they're loaded. So I don't see many points against this defense in week one. So I yep. will sit I, all San Francisco running backs. Minnesota returned, what, 10 of 11 starters? 9 of 11? 10 of 11? Probably, yeah. I mean, Most the- of them are coming back. Those are great top five defense. A lot of them are coming back. I would seriously consider 
I mean, okay, if you have a running back who's generational talent, that's fine. If you have a running back you're kind of on the fence about and you're playing Minnesota, I would seriously consider finding someone else to play if that week really matters to you because they are a tremendous team defensively. I wouldn't recommend playing them at all. Nope. And so, yeah, don't play. San Francisco running backs week one versus Minnesota. Absolutely That's, not. So, and then we'll move I wouldn't even recommend to... playing Jimmy G week one. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Prove himself. Give him a couple weeks. See what he does. Then go ahead. Alright. Wide receivers. Start them. Or fuck them, chuck them. Fuck them, chuck them. Is that up to me? Yep. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start Josh Gordon if he can lay off the weed. I don't like Josh Gordon that much as just as it's just a fan. I don't like him a, like a whole lot. But he's a tremendous talent. And he's against Steelers secondary, which as opposed to the last 10 years is relatively soft. I'm going to say that Steelers secondary is soft, but it's it's no steel curtain. You know, they can pass. They can get the yardage they need. They're going to go ahead and make it happen. Go ahead. If you really think Josh Gordon is your guy, which I don't think a lot of people do, then go ahead and do that. But at the same time, be hesitant. I'm going to go ahead and sit Tyreek Hill. Mahomes is coming in. He's a new guy. The Chargers are deceptively good on defense. Now, I watched a lot of AFC West matches last year, being a Broncos fan. And Damian has a lot of insight on the NFC North, being a Bears fan. I've watched a lot of AFC West matchups. The Chargers are very, very, very good defensively. Even if, you know, Philly Rivers isn't getting done. You gotta pay attention to that defense. It's so good. And, you know, third down conversions, you're not fucking getting them. If it's over four yards, you might as well punt it. Because you ain't getting it. Okay? This pass rush is so good. You're forcing the quarterbacks into mistakes. The secondary is talented. The front four is very good. The front seven is very, very good. Joey Bosa. I hate you. I hope you're listening to this. Also, DM me on Instagram. We can be friends. That'd be awesome. But Tyreek Hill, I just don't see him being the guy to get Tyreek Hill the ball that much this year. This year. I'm not going to say forever, okay? But this year, being a rookie starter, not a quarterback, being the rookie starter, Against some of the best defenses the NFL has to offer, I don't think Tyree Kill is going to fucking explode. So just wait it out two, three weeks, see what he does, and then make your decision from there. I think that's fair. Yep. Um. So I'm going to go with my start for this week. 
Demarius Thomas for Seattle. Ooh, wee. Seven, Seattle was 17th in points, two wide receivers last year. Um, no Richard Sherman, no Earl Thomas. Uh, Legion of Boom no longer. Case Keenum at quarterback. Better than, that's better than what you add there. A lot so, better, yeah. So I like Damaris Thomas this week versus Seattle. I also wanted to put a no-brainer out there. No-brainer, start Michael Thomas versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is awful. Play, Always has been. Terrible. You know, Terrible. Play Michael Thomas. I know you will. 2003. Terrible. And then my sit was Doug Baldwin versus Denver. Don't really like anybody versus Denver's defense or secondary. Uh, he's coming off an injury. Always starts the season slow. He's always like uh, he finishes the fantasy season strong. He never starts it very, very fast out the gates. So I, I said if this was week 12, I might I might think differently. But it's week one, and yeah, Denver's def- Denver's secondary tough. I don't like Doug Baldwin this week versus Denver. No, I don't either. And uh, shout out Isaac Onsing. Huge Seattle Seahawks fan. He's my Broncos secondary. You got Chris Harris. He's back there crushing it. Uh, allowed like, what, three touchdowns the last five years? Uh, Doug Baldwin's not going to get it done against Denver. Uh, most other weeks, he could probably get you decent points, but undrafted Chris Harris with a chip on his shoulder, he is going to fuck you so, so good. It, this is me as a fantasy owner, too. I played guys who had the Denver defense. I didn't have them. If I had a wide receiver going against that Denver defense, I had Doug Baldwin. He's going against Chris Harris. You already know this is going against Chris Harris. Okay. I'm slurring my words a little bit. You already know that Doug Baldwin, in the middle of the season, he's going to go against Chris Harris. He's not going to get a lot of big grabs outside of penalties. If there's a holding call, if there's a pass interference call, that's all fine and good. But, He's not going to give you a touchdown. He's not going to give you the touchdown you think you want to have for your fantasy team. I don't think that he's the best play. Even though Denver is struggling as of late, mostly due to their quarterback play. So I agree with you 100%. All right. Uh, tight ends. Who's your stardom for. Or- your fuck em and chuck em. My fuck em and chuck em for uh, tight ends, my fuck em is Delaney Walker. I think a lot of people are writing him off. I think three years ago, a lot of people were on his dick, and so far they're not. But Delaney Walker is putting up constant stats. You gotta play him. My sit em, which is more important, Jimmy Graham. Okay. If you look at Aaron Rodgers' stats over the last. Decade or so. I'm saying decade because he's old as fuck. Over the last decade or so, Jimmy Graham, Aaron Rodgers does not throw to tight ends. He doesn't. He likes to go to wide receivers. He likes to go quick routes. He likes to 
fast wide receivers getting off the ball. That's fine. But they pick up Jimmy Graham. They pay him a lot of money. Now, maybe not a lot of money, but enough money to make Green Bay Packers fans nervous. He's not getting the ball as much as he should. And I think that I don't. You gotta give it three weeks. That's the thing with fantasy. You never know. He might turn over a new leaf. Might not. But I don't think he will. After ten seasons, you know the guy's not changing. That he is who he is. Aaron Rodgers is who he is. He's a tremendous quarterback, but he's not gonna throw it to a tight end. Especially not in the red zone. He always goes corner routes. He always goes wide receivers. Jimmy Graham, I you got to be soft on him. If you have him and you're kind of desperate and your offense is looking great, play it out, see how it works. If not, drop him. If it does work out, then I'm an asshole, and that's my fault. But I think Jimmy G, Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a bust at tight end. I think he's not going to get numbers that people are looking for him to get. I think Jake Butt at Denver is going to rival Jimmy Graham's numbers in Green Bay. And that's my final offer on the tight end position. All right. I disagree. I think he's going to have a better year than Jake Butt, but that's just me. Jake Butt is a fucking animal. Okay. With a name like Butt, you can't help it. You've got to have a tremendous season. Fair enough. Um, my stardom, Jack Doyle, Cincinnati. Cincinnati was 24th against tight ends last year. Luck is back. Luck likes to throw TDs to tight ends. Well, defense, I like Jack Doyle's chances against Cincinnati's linebackers. Special mention, Vontez Perfect. I know he's out there. I'm not dumb. Bontes is um, perfect. I love you, and don't don't hate fuck me, okay? I like you. Speaking of someone he could hate fuck this season, my my or my chuckum would be David and Joku versus Pittsburgh, Cleveland tight end versus Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh was third against tight ends last year. Uh, solid linebacking core. T.J. Watt, John Bostic, Bud Dupree. Rough day all around for Cleveland. I think Pittsburgh is a sleeper defense special team for fantasy this year. You're right. I mean, it's tough for teams to throw against Pittsburgh. No matter where you're at, no matter what stadium you're playing in, I think that Pittsburgh puts up a big fight there and David Njoku, especially week one. You gotta be mindful of that. So if you're in fantasy and you want high output from your tight end, I don't know if you're playing David and Joku simply because week. of that. Not this week. David and Joku is a sleeper and he could be very good. Not this week. I said you sit him this week, play it out, see what happens. He's probably most people's number two tight ends anyway, so probably doesn't yeah. hurt too much to sit him this week. No. I mean, the first two weeks of preseason, he looked like a superstar, but you got to take it with a grain of salt. It's preseason, 
Okay. Let it ride. Let it, let it, you know, mellow. Whatever you want to do. And just, you don't, I hate, I hate preseasons football so much. But you have to let it play out. You have to wait till week three. You have to wait and see what he does. And you got to hold on. That's a roster spot. It's important. I get it. But if you want to be in it for the long haul, see what he does. If you don't like what he's doing, move on. If not, oh well. All right. Yep. So we're moving on um, defense. Yep. All right. Defense, special teams. So we got kickers after that. I'm just going to lump it all into one. Okay. Uh, defense, special teams. I think you have to start the Rams defense. Not only this week, every single week you're every starting the Rams. Week. You have the Rams defense, just ride them out. Even on the bye week, take the zero. It doesn't matter. Uh, they're playing Oakland. We have the bat. Uh, Oakland's not really. That's purple, by the way. Oakland's not really dealing with a lot of downfield threats. They're not gonna damage you heavily. They gotta just kind of let that play out and uh, sit. Vikings defense, and I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this. Sit. The Vikings defense against Jimmy G and the Niners. Uh, you know, Jimmy G, he's got a lot of, he's got a big contract. He could be very good. And you got to kind of play it out by ear and see what he does. Because you don't know. You don't know what he's going to do. He might throw for 400 yards right away. Or he might suck. And we don't know. He's been great the last quick portion of the regular season last year. I don't know. I, I'm not sold on Jimmy G yet. When I am, I'll let you know. But right now, I'm saying sit the Vikings defense against him. Let him make a name for himself. And if he's mid-range at best, there's no harm in playing him. But right now, you got to kind of be cautious. So I'm saying sit the Vikings defense. Ballsy. I would not sit the Vikings defense, but that's uh, yeah, your opinion, not mine. Then uh, kicker, you got a kicker that you want to start? Uh, I'm going to start Harrison Butker because I watched him in real time last year. Me and Damo went to Monday Night Football, Kansas City versus Denver in Kansas City, Missouri. And my hopes and dreams were dashed by Harrison Butker. Mostly. They kicked a lot of field goals that game. 21 that fantasy points for fucking, Butker that game. That kid was fucking awesome. He just, he never misses. So I feel like this year you kind of got to ride with him a little bit. Uh, my sit for a kicker is Scott Norwood. Because I remember back in the 90s. And he fuck you real hard, Giants fans. R.I.P. And he it hurt a lot, so I I get you. All right. <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> Scott Norwood, wide left. I get you. And then uh, so my right maybe I'm not sure. 
Probably left. I think it's left. I have to watch the replays to make sure, We're but not, either way. Not, not kicking experts here. No, not big into it. All right, my stardom, or my fuck em for um, week one defense is the Ravens. Solid defense last year. Will be, I think they'll be a top ten this year. Um, they're playing Buffalo this week. Inexperienced at quarterback is going to be their issue, their main issue. Uh, not a lot of options at wide receiver. I see a long day for the Buffalo offense. That includes Shady McCoy, who is probably one of the only people you're starting on that offense this week, if you're starting him at all. Um, yeah, my guess uh, probably the only person on the Buffalo offense that you're gonna start is a Sean McCoy, and even then, it's questionable. It's Baltimore defense. But if that's all you got, go for it. I am one of those people who's probably going to ride Shady McCoy this week, but don't want to. Um, and then my, my chuckum would be the Texans defense versus New England. Uh, I like the addition of the Honey Badger. I like JJ. I like that JJ Watt is healthy for the moment. Uh, I think they'll be a good option most weeks, just not versus Tom Brady and company. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, and I wouldn't start their defense. Yeah. That being said, if you have Deshaun Watson, ride it out because it's going to be a run 'em, get 'em, shoot a game. It's going to be a lot of points, a lot of points scored, defensive. Battles, I wouldn't obviously if you're the Patriots defense, I wouldn't start him. If you're the Houston defense, I wouldn't start him. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I agree. Uh, kicker, start him. Uh, I'm gonna go Adam Vinatieri for Cincinnati. Uh, he is the greatest of all time, kicker wise. Fourth, uh, they were fourth. Uh, Cincinnati was fourth in points to kickers last year. Fourth most points to get. They're 28th, I guess, is essentially what I mean. Um, not so hot defense. He's always going to get you those. When he goes out there on the field and he's going to kick a 40 or 50 yard field goal, damn near guaranteed almost every time. Yep. And then Andrew Luck is back, so more scoring than last year. I think that this week, Adam Terry will have a solid week. I. Kickers are hard when it comes to stardom, sit-em. It's almost not even worth talking about a lot of times because either way, your kicker could get you, you know, eight points a week. It doesn't – Yeah, he gets you 10, 12, 15 points a week, or he gets zero. It doesn't really – it's hard to say. So my chuck uh would be – I would sit Graham Gano this week simply because – Dallas versus Dallas. Uh, Dallas gave up the least amount of points to kickers last year, and I think that he's going to be getting mostly uh, extra points this week. Right. That's why kickers. Uh, that's why kickers are hard. You're look, you're digging for stats that mean nothing. Yeah. You know, they could get inside the fucking thirty yard line and never score a touchdown, and Graham Gano's kicking fucking chip shots all all day long. Yeah, right. Uh, we're going to move on from the fantasy stardom sit to the Super Bowl predictions. 
which is interesting. It's always up for grabs every year. You already know that. Unless you're a New England Patriots fan, then you have like a 50-50 shot of making it. Um, My predictions for the Super Bowl, I'm going to go on the NFC. I'm going to go the L.A. Rams. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great yep. team, great offense. Jared Goff is coming into his own. The running back is tremendous. The offensive line is great. The wide receiver threats are you, – you can't question them. Defense is always so good. Ah, you'd be an idiot not to predict the Rams to, to make something happen in the playoffs. Uh, Super Bowl, it, it's so tough. Just you never know when playoffs come around what's going to happen. But on the NFC side of it, I have the Rams. On the AFC side of it, I'm going to go with the Patriots because they're always in the discussion. Tom Brady is still your quarterback. Okay, he can make anybody look like a superstar. He has that talent to do that. Um, If we're going off just fucking just on your heart, just on what you think might happen, I'm going to go L.A. Chargers uh, from the AFC this year. I think they're a great team. I think Phillip Rivers is due for what he has coming to him. I think the wide receiving core is tremendous. I think the running back game is tremendous. I think the offensive line is, for the first time in a long time, it's not questionable. And I think that that offense could get you there. I think the defense is deceptively good, honestly, from what I've seen last year. Uh, if if I'm picking a long shot to, to play in the Super Bowl, I'm picking the Chargers. And they've never been there, but... I'm going to go with it. So I got All the right. Rams and the Patriots or the Rams Chargers. Chargers. Okay. I agree with you in the NFC. NFC, I got the Rams. Uh, high power. I said high-powered offense, nasty defense all the way around. Def- I think they're going to be the best defense in the league. They have way too many weapons all the way around on that yep. defense. Secondary, Absolutely. linebacker. And that fucking line is, ugh, ugh. it's, oh, God. Aaron Donald, enough said. And Dominican Sue. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, and then I said they have one of the best kickers and punters in the league, which, I mean, is whatever. But Greg Zerline, Johnny Hacker. It does matter. Um, does matter. Also, their head coach is gorgeous. Sean McVay oh, is a handsome goodness. man. That man could seduce me. Doesn't need to buy me a vodka tonic. Doesn't matter. I'm still going home. Yep. Okay. George. You just treat and me like I... a woman. And that's what I need. <laughs> and then I said, if they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it will be a failure. That's how good this fucking team is. All that's Talent-wise, all the way around, it fucking Super Bowl or bust for this team. Yeah, they honestly, the amount of talent that they have on the offensive side of the ball pales in comparison. Okay, you got Marcus Peters. Uh, mm-hmm. Akeem Tlaib. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, Aaron Donald. Yeah. I'm so focused on Aaron Rodgers and his bullshit contract. Aaron Donald. Uh, how can this defense not bring you? They literally gift wrap you a Super Bowl just on that side of the football. 
Good luck passing. Good luck running. Got Ndamukong to an Aaron, Aaron Donald. Closing up the fucking gaps. I, I don't see that defense being an issue. Uh, the offense, Jaron Goff, great quarterback. Okay, maybe not great. Up and coming. Yep. Quarterback. A lot of talent. He's got Todd Gurley, great running back. I have no problem saying Todd Gurley is a great running back. He's He is. And you have a lot of options downfield. You got Brandon Cooks. You got Cooper Cup. I mean, Robert Woods. Robert Woods. And when he was with Buffalo, a lot of people thought he was lackluster. But you know what? He's coming to his own in L.A. He's making plays. He is a big, deep threat. Tall, lanky. Got the hands. I'm just saying, if I'm looking at it from the outside looking in, I'm saying the L.A. Rams have a really good shot of being that team in the NFC this year with Carson Wentz coming off an injury. You got Nick Foles kind of in the fold. Philadelphia. They had a great year last year, but I, the LA Rams should have been in it last year, and I think they're going to make good on it this year. I hope. I. 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 I'm not. I don't hope so. I hope the Bears make it there, but I'm realistic. It's not yeah, going to happen. Honestly. I'm just thinking. I do think that the Rams are coming out of the NFC. I remember then, when I was a little kid. Yeah. Watching the first Super Bowl I remember watching is the Rams Patriots Super Bowl. What was that two thousand one? Two thousand two. One or one or two, yeah. Two thousand two, okay. I think. And Marshall Falk was my idol. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Rams this year with Todd Gurley and Jared Goff are the closest they're gonna get to Marshall Falk and Kurt Warner as they're going to get in the next 20 years. And that's being honest. They have to make something happen this year. And I, I think agree. they will. Yep. Um, And then my and my AFC team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm saying L.A. Rams versus Pittsburgh. High-powered offense, quietly nasty defense, good, good kicker and punter, um, and a lot of depth everywhere. They have second-string players that could start on other rosters. You're not wrong. Um, example example being James Conner. James Conner on any other team is a starter. He's sitting behind Le'Veon Bell. That's his problem. That's his only issue. He's talented. I've Yeah, I don't know. And you know what? What really bothers me about the NFL, and I love watching football. Me and Damian have been watching football together since we were eight years old. Yep. You know, I mean, we saw, as a team, we saw Chicago teams come and go as talented teams. We saw Denver teams come and go as very good teams. And really all it comes down to is how much you want to give up to be that team, to be, to get that ring. If you're going to... Okay, well, you know what? We're going to get into this later with the Aaron Rodgers thing. So I'm not even going to worry about that right now. I, I'm a 100% in agreement with you. I think a lot. So right now we have me picking the Rams slash, nope, Rams as the NFC favorite. Slash Patriots, Chargers, 
AFC favorite on my end. And he's got the Rams and the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. I have two teams because I can't decide. Okay. You got to vote with the Patriots just because they're favorites. Okay. If you're going to bet money in Vegas and you're maybe a little bit nervous about it, you got to go the Patriots because they're always in the discussion. We have Tom Brady as their quarterback. Always are. But at the same time, the Chargers have been so lackluster for so long, and they finally have such a good team offensively. I I can't write them out. I think that the Chargers win the AFC West. I hope that Denver gets a wild card spot. I do. But I also hope that Denver gets more than five wins this year because they were booties fuck last year and it made me sick to my fucking stomach to watch Trevor Simeon throw away my hopes and dreams. Okay. I watched it live. Okay. Me and Damien, me and Buddy over here, went down to Kansas City, watched Monday Night Football, Denver versus KC. Trevor Simeon literally shit on my hopes and dreams. For the first three drives, we had a fumble recovery for a touchdown from Marcus Peters. We had a pick almost six, same fucking guy, and this is before the second quarter started. Yep. It was, it was so bad. fucking bad. And the Chiefs are a great football team. I'm not going to take it away from them, but at the same time, you got a rookie quarterback. He's not a rookie, but a rookie starting quarterback with a pretty good running game against lackluster talent, a mediocre running game against solid running defenses. I don't think Mahomes is going to be that guy. Uh, I really don't, but I hope he is because I've been, you know, the AFC West, if Denver isn't going to make it, somebody fucking better. And Philly, Philly Rivers has been due for it. I think he's got it coming. I think he's got a lot of talent around him. I think he's got a good running back. He's got a good defense. He's got a good downfield threats. He could make waves this year if he does, if he pulls his head out of his ass. I'm just going to say it like that. Uh, I think he's good. And from that, with our stardom sit-ems, we're going to move our sorry, fuck em, chuck ems. We're going to move into our predictions for the week. Uh, just To be fair, Don, before yeah. we go any further, the stardom, sit em, fuck em, truck em thing, we're worried about it right now. It's just something we got to work on is all. That's all I'm yeah. saying. We're not big enough for this to be an issue, but if we were to ever have a yeah. big following, this that would be an issue. That's all Once I'm we eclipse like 10,000 followers, if that were to ever happen, we'd have to actually think about it. Stardom, sit em is... You got to start to worry about um, copyright infringements. NFL Network. If you get a lot of following. Uh, right now, we're kind of just working on that. We're kind of just trying to get people to listen to us and see if they think that we're worth listening to. Uh, but our version of Stardom Sit is Fuck 'em, Chuck 'em, as of right now. And from it's in, Fuck 'em, It's in the Chuck, works. Yeah. This is all just an experiment. We're trying to see if you guys like it. And from our fuck em and chuck em, we're going to go into every week. Uh, we're going to go over just wh- who we think is going to win that week. And uh, I'm going to start us all off. Falcons-Eagles Thursday night. Big game. Yeah, Matt Ryan, big contract. 
you know, Carson Wentz, hopefully he starts. Everything's pointing to that he will. No. No, he's, he's out. Not? He's, he's out. out week one? Yeah, Nick Foles is in. Oh, my goodness. That a whole new wrinkle. Okay. A whole new wrinkle. I didn't even know Nick that. Foles, Nick Foles is starting week one. Big Dick Carson Nick. Wentz, yeah, Big Dick Nick is starting week one. Okay. So, with that. read the wrong article. Uh, so, you got Matt Ryan, big contract, $30 million a year. Uh, Nick Foles, backup quarterback, led them through the playoffs last year. Not to be ignored, but at the same time, Nick Foles in preseason has been booty as fuck. You gotta kind of, you gotta kind of look at that. So we're starting off Falcons Eagles. I'm taking Falcons by five. Falcons Big jump. I think the five. Eagles regress this year. I agree. I, I don't think. I think the Eagles will make the playoffs this year. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we're not going to see them in the Super Bowl. No, um, so I also think that the felt no Carson Wentz week one. The Eagles are a one and a half point favorite actually week one. That's silly. I would bet against that. I'm going Falcons would, week one. If you're a betting man, if you got my bookie or some something you do online, you vote. You if you live in Vegas, if you do a lot of betting. I'm honestly, I'm not going Eagles on this. Just based on talent around them, because the Falcons have a lot of wide receiver talent this year. They have a good backfield. They have a solid front seven. It's the Eagles. That's not a pushover game. I I honestly think the Falcons take that uh, by at least three. I'm saying at least three. I'm gonna I'm gonna mark I'm marking so that we can keep track next week who we both picked. Okay. We're both one Falcons on that one. Yeah. We're going to move over to Bengals, Colts. That is an interdivision game. Uh, obviously, you have a Bengals with a healthy defense, but a not a great defense. Uh, the Colts, Andrew Luck is back. You got Jack Doyle. You got Eric Ebron. You got T.Y. Hilton. I'm going to go the Colts by three. They are favored by three, so... Yep. Okay. I didn't know that. I'm not looking at the favors in Vegas. I'm just looking at the MSN sports uh, matchups. I'm going to yeah. say the Colts by three at least, if not six or more, just because the Bengals are Marvin Lewis's booty, and I don't like the Bengals. So I'm going to go Colts by three. What do you think? Um, I think I'm going to go – Cincinnati Bengals week one. Um, I don't like Indianapolis's defense. I think Andy Dalton and the boys are coming, and they're going to not. They're they're going to beat Indianapolis in Indianapolis. That's my thoughts on that. Okay. I like that a lot. Moving on, Bills Ravens. We got Bills quarterback situation questionable. Josh Allen, obviously, not going to start. Uh, Ravens looked great in preseason. Looked tremendous. I'm going to go Ravens by five. I'm going Ravens by a million. Wow. I don't even think yeah, that's a Ra- Raven, Ravens are favored by seven. Um, yeah. I, I got the Ravens yeah. covering that. 
And just so everybody knows, I am not looking at the Vegas odds. I'm just kind of throwing my opinion out there. Uh, I'm, I'm going Ravens by five. I think they win by three or more, at least. If if it goes to overtime, then fuck me. I guess I'm wrong. The Bills have a solid squad, but Bills have a solid defense last year. Their offense is just fine. But the quarterback controversy, I just don't see them standing up to a team like the Ravens for something to prove. So I'm going to pick the Ravens on that. Okay. What do you think? I don't- I don't like the Bills at all this year. I think that I think at the end of the season, Bills will be team number thirty-two on power rankings. I'm I'm not in big disagreements with you. The Bills Mafia is going to be putting away the tables. Uh, week, I'm going to say week six. They're like fuck it. So when they're one and five, they'll be like, yeah, never mind. Doesn't matter. Uh, Moving on from that, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Jameis Winston Winston, mucking W's, mucking them against the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to pick the Saints by six at least. Saints Um, at home? Yeah, absolutely. I like like the Saints at home. I like the Saints at home. I think they have a tremendous – Alvin Kamara is an an animal. Uh, Ingram is obviously suspended. I didn't know that until Damian told me. But – Kamara is great. Uh, Drew Brees is obviously great. The Buccaneers are still rebuilding. They're not figuring it out quite yet. I think the Saints win by six or more. Uh, it's not close. Not close in New Orleans. No, I uh, <clears throat> I have the Saints at home. If you have a Saints player on your fantasy team, I'm talking any offensive team, any offensive player, I would suggest starting them. That's how Get awful I think they're. De- I thought that's how that is how awful I think Tampa Bay's defense is this year. Um, I have the Saints covering the spread. The spread is nine and a half. Oof. Yeah, that's. I don't think the Bucks. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, go with the Saints on that. Moving on, we have the Texans versus the Patriots. Um, in New England at Gillette Stadium. Sean Watson coming off an injury. The Patriots are still the Patriots. I'm going to go ahead. This is going to be one of my upsets. I'm going to say Texans by three. I'm going to say Deshaun Watson comes out heavy. The running game is on point. The Patriots defense is struggling. Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady, but he doesn't have enough quite to win the week one matchup, which is it's a ballsy move to say that Tom Brady is not going to win week one. He usually does. But the Texans, I think, are a great team this year. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to make waves, especially if J.J. Watt and Sean Watson stay healthy. So I'm going to go ahead and dump the Patriots week one against the Texans. I'm going to pick the Texans. I got the Pats week one. Week one versus the Patriots. I think or versus the Patriots. The Pats versus the Pats. Um, no, I got uh, the Patriots at home, at home versus the Texans. Um, Patriots, six-and-a-half-point favorites, according to what I have in front of me. I think that the Pats, I don't think they'll cover that. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, close game. I think I have the Pats winning, but not covering the six-and-a-half-point spread. Okay. But, which all we're really worried about is winning, losing here. I'm not betting. I don't think DJ's betting. But I'm just tossing out the lines oh. here so people, if there are people who bet, that's what the lines are at currently. Motherfucker, I ain't got the money to bet, okay? 
what I'm saying is Deshaun Watson was an enigma last year. He got hurt week seven. That really put a damper on everything, obviously. Uh, DJ Watt got hurt week five. You have your two top players hurt early in the season. You didn't really get to see a lot of them, but I think that uh, Tom Brady's aging. Nothing's getting better. Their wide receiving core is way depleted. Their running back crew is at, at, mid-range at best. I'm going to go ahead and take the Texans at Gillette by three. I'm not going to I'm not gonna push them any further than that. But I think they beat that spread at three. Uh, moving on, we have the Niners versus the Vikings. Well, it's so tough. Jimmy G is – he captured a lot of people. A lot of Niners fans have a lot of hope in him. Uh, the Vikings' defense is tremendous, and they're returning 10 of 11 starters this year. Let's not forget that. The Vikings were a top three defense last year. They haven't lost much. Jimmy G, you got to kind of play it by ear. Give it five weeks. See what he does. If he – if he's that good, fine. I, one of my sit-ems actually was the Vikings D because Jimmy G might have a year. We don't know. We No one knows. We're going to wait and see what he does. I'm going to go ahead and pick Minnesota at home against the Niners. That's a West Coast team traveling to the Midwest. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings by five, and that's being generous. I think that the Niners are something to fuck with this year. I got... I'm going to take the Vikes at home. Um, <clears throat> defensively, I think they're going to be too strong for Jimmy G. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game by any means. I think no. Kirk Cousins is going to put up enough points and to win. And the... Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Niners defense is that great. I think Kirk Cousins will put up enough points and the Vikings defense will play well enough to pull off the victory here. Uh the Vikings are favored by six. I I don't want to I don't th- I don't I don't think they're gonna cover it. I don't think they're gonna get this six. I don't think they're gonna cover six. I think it's gonna be close. I think we're talking um, like a fucking twenty to seventeen win here. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be close. So, if you're honestly, if you're looking at betting games, I wouldn't put a lot of money on that just because the spread is so iffy. Uh, they, could they could change come Sunday anyway. They, they yeah. change all the time. But, you know, that's where they're at as of, you know, tonight. And moving on from that, you have the Titans. At Miami. Okay, this is probably the most questionable game, I think, that I I have looked at thus far. The Titans have improved a lot. Uh, Marcus Mariota is, is great, but Ryan Tannehill is also great when he wants to be. I think at home, Dolphins lose this game. I think they Dolphins lose this game by three. I think the Titans walk away 1-0. Uh, Marcus Mariota has a lot of a lot of room. Dolphins defense is not not very good. He's gonna make plays with his legs. He's gonna get you those first downs on third and five, and you 
you you know, you maybe blitz it outside backer and he kind of rolls out. I think they're going to get fucked a lot. I honestly I have to go Titans on this one. I got to go Titans by three and a half. And that's questionable, but that's what I'm going with. The line is uh, Titans by one and a half. Um, so you're going, you're, you got the Titans winning and covering the spread. Um, I, for shits and giggles, I'm going Dolphins at home to, this is my upset, Dolphins at home. I don't even know why. I don't, no. I don't. The like, next game I is my upset, so go ahead. Uh, I'm going my, I'm going Dolphins at home versus the Titans. There's not a whole lot I like about either of these teams except for no. the no. running, really, the, run, really the running. Yeah. Maybe the running backs on each squad. Um, yeah. Kenyon Drake, maybe. Kenyon I like Derrick Henry. Kenyon Drake was great last year. Derrick Henry was. Okay. He's good when he played. Down the stretch. Uh, respect the opinion either way. It's a one and a half point difference. It's that's a game you want to watch because <laughs> who the fuck knows? Uh, next week we got Jaguars at the New York Giants. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Giants. I'm gonna do it. Okay. okay. I'm and why? Eli Manning. He's confident. He's got a running back who's competent. He's got Odell Beckham Jr. on a big contract. He's got a defense with Jason Pierre-Paul, who's got three fingers, you know, on both hands. And he's great. Black Cats, hashtag me too. And, you know, he's he's awesome. I, I honestly think the Jaguars are going to stumble this year. I think last year they took everyone by surprise. Yet, you know. I was really, really, really rooting for him all the way through the AFC Championship game against New England, and it just didn't pan out. Uh, this year, I don't think they made a lot of improvements. I don't think they're that impressive. The Giants played big against big opponents last year. They blew Denver out of the water, uh, who they weren't supposed to beat. This was early in the season, okay, for a disclaimer. Denver obviously didn't finish very well, but they were supposed to do well. Uh, they they won 23-10, to 10, I want to say, against Denver early on in the year when Denver was supposed to be a, a formidable appointment. Um, I, I got to go Giants. I think Eli Manning's got a little magic left in his wizard sleeve. He's going to pull out his dick. He's going to tell Saquon, hey, I'm going to swing this thing around. We're going to make something happen. You know, I, I don't think the Jaguars are going to be such a force this year. Uh, Jags, I got Jags covering the spread. The spread is three. Um, I got the Jags on the road. <clears throat> I got the Jags on the road covering the spread. Uh, their defense is way too strong for Eli Manning and that offense. So I think Saquon is going to get a fucking nice awakening to the NFL right off the sure. bat. Um, yeah, like I said, I would only start Saquon and uh, Odell. This week in fantasy versus the Jags, and that's yeah. so. Auto draft hashtag me too. All right, now we got the Jags out of the way. Yeah, uh, to the Steelers Browns. All right, now let's talk about Hugh Jackson. 
for a hot minute. I know you feel strongly about this. I read your article. Hugh Jackson is a fucking lame. Yeah. As we say in the prison world, Hugh Jackson is a fucking bitch-ass lame. He doesn't do anything. He's... I don't want to say virtually useless because he is actually physically useless as an NFL head coach. Mike Tomlin? Mike Tomlin makes makes my ass hurt in a good way. Look at that beard. That confidence. He'll trip a guy on a kick return. He doesn't give a fuck. Go ahead, find me. Doesn't matter. I think the Steelers win that. I'm going to give them a six-point spread. I think the Browns are still rebuilding. They got another two, three years before they're relevant. I'm going to go with Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio, Juju. You can't possibly favor the Browns in this game. If you do, you're a fucking moron. Six-point favorite Steelers at least, if not ten. Big time on the road. Steelers are still pounding them. We both got the Steelers covering the spread. The spread right now is four and a half points. Yeah, that's Steelers on the road. Steelers on the road at Cleveland. I got them winning by more than four and a half. Yeah, me too. So at least uh, there's not a whole lot of there is not a whole lot that I like about. Well, I, I, I let me. I do like some parts of Cleveland's defense. I don't think it's all together yet. I think I think the Steelers' offense is. Could they take much, a quarterback instead of Bradley Chubb? Denzel Ward. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And Juju Smith and Antonio Brown. Good luck. Yeah, I got Steelers. I think the I think Steelers' offense too powerful. To for the the Browns, I guess. I agree. Oh, this is an interesting one. We're gonna go on to the Chiefs at LA Chargers. After that, everyone picked the, the Steelers. I imagine, unless you're from Cleveland, Chiefs at Chargers. Uh, the Chargers last year, if they had a kicker last year, they might have been in that AFC Championship game talk. Uh, Philip Rivers. Putting in the work. He's an amazing quarterback. You got Melvin Ingram rushing the pass. You got Joey Bosa on the other side. They have a great running game. A lot of downfield threats. A good offensive line. This is a perfect recipe for a team that could honestly break the mold and make something happen in Los Angeles. At the same time, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you're looking at Patrick Mahomes to carry that torch. You know, Alex Smith was a great West Coast-style quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is the same way. Mobile. He can make plays with his feet. He's got a good running game. He's got deep threats. He's got a good defense. Not a great defense in the passing game. I'm not going to say. Because their passing game is defense is horrendous. But their rush defense is great. Um, I, I'm going to go L.A. Chargers favorited by three. Three to five, three to five and a half, because I'm really not sure. But I'm going to go L.A. Chargers on this, three to five and a half point favorite. Three and a half point favorites according to what I, three and a half point favorites according to what I have in front of me. Um, okay. So they're going to cover that. I I agree. I think that they're going to cover that. I think they're going to win and they're going to cover at home. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 
He's going to have a solid day. I don't think he's going to have a field day by any means. No. Um, I think the offense is going to have a great, a very good day. Um, and their defense is going to make uh, Patrick Mahomes first, not first, but his second NFL start. I think yeah, the well, second. His first NFL start was against a hapless Broncos team who only had five wins. So Right. No, um, all I'm saying is not a lot of experience. Chargers defense strong. I like the Chargers here. I think uh, Mahomes is going to need – it's going to take some time for Mahomes to break in. I really hope the Chargers make it this year. I hope they make it. I hope they knock off Tom Brady. I would love to see – I hate Phillip Rivers. Disclaimer. Hate him. Yeah. Fucking piece of shit. I hope he gets hepatitis. That being said – I would rather see him play in a Super Bowl than Tom Brady. I would. I think he deserves it. He's put in the work. He's put up great numbers, tremendous numbers, his career. And he's just grinding it out with less than stellar teams. He had fucking, you know, the head coach carousel that he's endured. He's got it coming. I think this is his year. I think he makes an impact. I don't know if he makes it that far. I really don't, because the big question mark with Philip Rivers is his playoff dependability. We've never really seen it. None of us have. He's never made it to an AFC Championship game that I can remember in my life. I'm not going to say that he because, like, honestly, I don't have the stats in front of me. I don't think he has. Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. I don't, I don't think he's made I don't it think to an AFC Championship game. That being said, I think it's this year. I think he makes an impact. I think he does big things, and I hope the best for him uh, until he plays Denver, and then I hope he gets raped to death by Bradley Chubb and his huge Mandingo cock. Moving on from that, we have Dallas Cowboys at Carolina. Another tough one. I think Dallas wins that game. I think Dak Prescott's confident. Zeke Elliott's off suspension. He's playing full speed. They got it. A decent wide receiving core. It's lacking. It is lacking. Carolina Panthers. Dallas, yeah. They are lacking. But Ezekiel Elliott, he could take two wide receiver spots and no one even noticed. Carolina Panthers, you got Cam Newton, who is, he's great, but at the same time, you put pressure on him and he collapses. Look at the Super Bowl. I know everybody watched that Super Bowl between Denver and Carolina. Denver rushed the passer. They brought blitzes. They they put stunts in. He collapsed. Okay, he had nowhere to run. Did the Marcus Ware and Von Miller? Where are you going to run to? Nowhere. Okay, without his legs, he's nobody. I'm going to go ahead and take Dallas by five. That's my final answer. Regis. Dallas by five. Mm-mm. Okay. Alright. You fucking sass me. I don't have Dallas. Yeah, I got fact. I got Carolina at home. Uh Ooh. Cam Cam Newton and Ooh. uh Cam Newton and uh the uh, Christian McCaffrey Ugh. Devin Funches, Greg Olson. I like oh, their offense. Defense isn't terrible. Or, terrible. You know, not great. not great, not terrible. I like. I think Dak Prescott can make a lot of plays with his legs. 
Yeah, watch out for that. I I don't like Dak this week. I'm going Panthers covering the spread. They are favorited. Uh, they're favorited by three. I got them covering the spread at home. Dallas by five. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. But it's going to be a really good game to watch. If you have a chance to watch it, I recommend it. I hope uh, they're playing it on Fox. That's what I, I, fuck yeah. I hope I see it. I would love to see that game. Uh, that's going to be tremendous. Well, uh, they, it will it will be on Fox. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will be there because it's a Dallas oh, Cowboy game. Troy Aikman. That's my, that's my thought on it anyway. I Moving on to a game that nobody gives a fuck about, the Washington Redskins and the Arizona Cardinals. Nah. No, no one cares about that game at all because they're both – uh, not going to make an impact on the NFL in any way, shape, or form. Nope. Uh, we can agree on that. I think the Redskins are going to be a 6-10 and 10 team. I think the Cardinals are going to be an 8-8 eight and eight team at best. I really don't see that mattering. Uh, the, the Cardinals have always have a good defense. They're not that great this year. The Redskins have always had a good defense. Up until the last, I don't know, 20 years. It doesn't matter. Uh, I have the Cardinals taking that game by three. Cardinals by three, okay. I got um, toss-up. I got, uh, I'm going to go Washington. Jay Gruden Gruden and the boys are coming to town. They're going to, are coming to town and they're going to fucking win. Fair enough. Literally, I'm going to be honest when I say this. I know fuck about any of these teams. Washington, Arizona. So when I see a one-point spread, I'm going to go the other way and say Washington's going to – I'm going to take the road dog here and uh, pick Washington on the road. I think you're insane. Yep, probably. All right, moving up, big one for me. Uh, We got the Broncos uh, hosting the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks, uh, the last five years have been a great team. The Legion of Boom is totally dissolved. The offensive line is questionable. You got speed on the edge now with Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. I'm taking the Broncos by six. I think the Broncos make an example of Seattle right off the bat. I'm not going to say that they're going to be a, an 11-12 win team, but I think they pound Seattle in the Mile High Stadium. I think Russell Wilson walks away with some lumps and bruises. Uh, that's my honest opinion. The Broncos have deep threats. They have a, a viable quarterback. They have a good running game, a solid offensive line, a good defensive line in front seven. They have a good secondary still, even minus a keep the lead, which was, to me, a big loss. A lot of people aren't sold on him. I think he was a great quarterback. I'm still picking Denver by six. I got Denver, but I'm going to go closer game by three. Okay. At home, uh, I like that. Like I said, I've said a couple times today, I like Denver's defense. Um, I do think that later in the year, the Seahawks are going to pick it up a little bit like they do every year offensively, anyhow. Every year, it's always the same. They but they always start off shit. slow. Pick it up. Yep. Um, yeah. So I think I think it's gonna they're going to, like, every year start off slow. I think Denver's going to catch them starting off slow. 
and they're going to win. They're going to cover the spread. The spread is three. I think they're going to win by three. Okay. I think we're talking like a 26-23, game, maybe. Not even that high. I don't think Denver's going to score like 27 that. points. I think it'll be like 2010. I think the Seahawks are very limited on offense. I don't think they have the deep threats they used to have. I don't think they have the running game that they want with Rashad Penny. They have no edge. Okay, Rashad Penny is great. He's very fast. But you're not going to have that edge game that you want with those two defensive ends sealing it. Uh, Bradley Chubb, very talented at NC State. Tremendous speed, a lot of power. Don't think he's going to let you get a lot of sweeps. He's not going to let you get a lot of option plays going. Uh, you're going to have a spy. Uh, Derek Wolf will drop back into coverage a lot. Uh, Brandon Marshall is going to be your QB spy most of the time. Led the team with tackles the last couple of years. I just don't see Seattle making that impact on that defense. I think I think Denver puts up the points they need to do to win that week one game. And I got them winning by at least six, if not ten. Uh, just when it's all said and done. And we're going to move on from the Seahawks-Broncos to your favorite team, Chicago at Green Bay. Big, big game. Uh, Divisional game. You got the Bears making a lot of moves this offseason, making a lot of power moves. The Packers kind of staying constant. And with Aaron Rodgers, you don't really have to do that much. To be relevant, uh, the Bears. I think their defense, uh, without Khalil Mack last year, top ten. With Khalil Mack this year, could be top three. You don't know. Uh, they're gonna, you're gonna question it because Khalil Mack will move to the strong side. He's gonna shut down your sweet play. He's gonna put pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I, I have three. I have Chicago winning this game, which a lot of people aren't gonna be happy with in the uh, Midwest especially in our, my neck of the woods up in the western upper peninsula, I think Chicago wins this game, and I think they win it handily. I think they win it by six. Mitch Trubisky's going to have a lot of downfield threats. He's got a two-headed tandem and running back, which is tremendous. Jordan blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, two great running backs, a lot of downfield threats. Uh, he's going to be comfortable in the pocket. I gotta have them winning by six. You got Bears by six. I don't disagree with a lot of what you said. I like their running backs. Mitch Trubisky's got options at wide receiver. He's got some downfield threats. I like it. I like his tight end. I think Trey Burton's gonna have a great year this year. Thank you. I think. I think. I'm saying eight touchdowns for old boy. For old boy Trey Burton. Ballsy. That's a bold prediction. I say six, but five or six, I say. I think I think Mitch Trubisky is going to be a big fan of him in the red zone, though. Um, what I I think the Bears defense very good. I think, like you said, I don't think top three. I think they'll probably be about top somewhere five to eight range. Um, what I don't like is that they're playing Aaron Rodgers week one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has given me nightmares for the last 10 years. <laughs> I think I think the Bears lose this one, but they cut. They so 
but the Green Bay won't cover the spread. Green Bay is favored to win by seven and a half. I think the Bears wow, lose really? by I think the Bears lose by like four or five points. I honestly okay. Seven and a half. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. Okay, I, I understand they're at Lambeau. I get that. But Chicago had a great defensive year last year. Their offense is tremendous. Uh, with the additions at wide receiver and their dual running attack, I just, I don't see a seven point favorite there. Uh, Packers fans are gonna be mad at me. That's fine. Uh, that's I guess that's my uh, upside of the week. I think Chicago wins in Green Bay. I think they win by six. Who did I say? Yeah, I, I I'm I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say they win by six or more. I think they cover this. They cover that. Trubisky's gonna crush it this year. So moving on from the Green Bay Packers game. Two Monday night games. Yeah, we got two Monday night games. That's a lot. We got the Jets Lions. No one really gives a fuck. The Jets are terrible. They've always been terrible since butt fumble. Uh, the Lions are looking to rebuild, but this is another game where it's going to be like a one and a half point spread. I'm guessing maybe nope. three, six and a half Lions. Six and a half Lions, really? Yeah, really? That's a lot. That I is a lot. I think. That much. <clears throat> I, I'm picking the Lions to win, but I don't pick them by six and a half. I pick them by two. Uh, it's going to be a close game. One and a half, two points. Favorites. Uh, the Jets are still rebuilding, but they do have a solid front seven. The Lions do not have much of a running game. I think they tee off on that. Get a lot of pressure on Matt Stafford. It's going to be a tough game. I uh I agree. I got uh <clears throat> I agree that uh it's gonna be a close game. I I agree that the Lions are going to win, and I also agree that they aren't going to cover the six and a half. Uh I think it should be more like uh Lions by three, really. Three three point favorites. And I think I think they're giving the Lions a lot of credit here because of who is playing quarterback for the Jets. They have Sam Darnold, rookie quarterback, the only rookie quarterback starting week one. Um, I think that's a lot of it. Um, I'm going to go with Lions not cover. Lions win, not cover the spread. I think Sam Darnold is going to have a decent day, not a great day. I think he's going to have a, a decent yeah. week one, a very a very good rookie start. Yeah. Sam Darnold is a probably the most NFL-ready quarterback on that roster, but at the same time, they are playing an experienced Lions defense and a good Lions offense. They haven't showed up uh, when it mattered, and a lot of Lions fans are upset about that. I get it. But week one, uh, I'm not going to pick the Lions to make a playoff spot or anything like that, but I say they beat the rookie quarterback, especially – at Ford Field, uh, I, I I can't see Sam Darnold showing up that day and beating them in a way that matters. Uh, I'm up in the air on that, but I'm, I'm gonna pick the Lions, even though I hate the Lions. I hate Green Bay. Uh, kind of iffy on the Bears and and Vikings, mostly because at one time we went to that Broncos Broncos Chiefs game and you bottle that Chiefs gear and hurt my feelings. So that's that. That's 
Yeah, I think it's, it is fair. <clears throat> I feel like, though, no, if... Jersey wearing ass, motherfucker. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> you know... Okay, I know you wouldn't do it for a Green Bay game, but if we went to a Chicago Bears game that wasn't versus the Denver Broncos, you would do the same shit. You would... Oh, like, absolutely. if we go to a... I yeah. would buy Matt Sanchez jerseys. Just doesn't matter. Back order. Yep. Who gives a fuck? Um, oh, I'm so mad that we didn't go to that. That we are going to go to this uh, Packers-Bears game on the ninth. That sounds like such a good time. Um, I I have the Lions winning at home. Yeah. Not by much. I think Sam Darnold has a great showing. I think he shows us that an NFL quarterback Shows us what an NFL quarterback he can be. I think he two fifty two tutters, maybe a pick, probably a pick, maybe a mistake. But he's kind of you know working his way into that role. Uh, following Monday night, we got the Rams Raiders. Uh, obviously have the Rams winning. Rams win. I got the Rams by ten. Uh, the 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 spread is four and a half. They're on the road. The, the, They're on the road, the but road. Like, booty as fuck. I'm going to go 10. I think I think they went 22-10, 24-10. I just don't see the Raiders showing up in such a way that makes, makes I think this game up. is going to be – I think this game is going to be a disaster. I got the Rams winning, like, fucking 28-7. to Yeah, I'm trying to be – you know, kind of conservative on that. But I, I definitely have the Rams winning that game by a decent amount. So, that unfortunately, covers... Raiders fan, you're not going to get it done this week. Or this year, really. Or this um, year, yeah. It's just... After last year, you had six wins. That's great. But you're in a tough division, the AFC West. Uh, I, just, I don't see it. Mm-mm. So that that covers our week one matchups and our predictions for them. Uh, next week, we will cover our records, um, give a short description of where we went wrong, where we went right, where we were right, all that. Um, we'll cover that next week, see how we did. Um. The next thing we should get into, Don, is explaining upcoming segments. Yep. And so let me just uh, find – there we go. So every week we're going to cover weekly, summary of the week before. So all those predictions we just did, we're going to cover important games, important games, and then tell you guys our records. Yeah, if we, we failed, if we were successful. Right. Um, and then we have Savage of the Week. Don, would you like to explain where Savage of the Week will be coming from? All right, Savage of the Week. Now, when you say the word savage, uh, a lot of people maybe don't know where that comes from. We're from the Upper Peninsula. We play a lot of hockey. If you're a savage, you're a fucking animal. You're killing it. You're doing a great job. Uh, your Savage of the Week is a guy who did – all the right things, who said the right things, did the right things, played the right way. Uh, it could change. It could be a head coach. It could be a player. It could be an 
you know, Colin Coward. We don't know. Uh, it all depends on what we pick up that week. Something we but like. Something that we think that someone just absolutely crushed. That'll be your Savage of the Week. Yep. Uh, your Putts. A Putts is a UP-type term as well. Midwest, maybe. I haven't done a ton of traveling. Haven't heard the term a lot. But in the western upper peninsula, you hear it a lot. You fucking Putts. When you say you're a fucking putz, you mean you you fucked up. You're an idiot and you you just ruined something. You know? So we talk about that a lot. Uh and when we say savage or putz, it may not necessarily be just you know, limited to that week. It might just be, you know, someone might fuck up so bad at the beginning of the year that that's just what they are now. They're a putz. Like mm-hmm. John Gruden. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna say John Gruden fucked up that bad yet, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that there's a good chance that John Gruden is a putz for 2018, 2019. Um, I and agree. That's, yeah, and that sucks. Uh, we're gonna. I like to scope out Facebook posts a lot. Uh, read the comments. I don't say much on the comments, but I like to save them. And you with, you say a hell of a lot more in the comments than I do. Yeah, I, I do comment. I, I'm the, it's usually me who sends you something. Is like, hey, look at this fucking tard. And then <laughs> you, yeah. And then you are the one who's like, hey, look what I said to this guy. That's what yeah. you. I I like to shit on people in yeah. the uh, public forums. Uh, with this new podcast coming out, with everything else, I'll probably be relatively quiet. I'll mostly voice my opinions on here. Uh, but we'll do like an idiot fan of the week section where I pick a comment or two or multiple comments where I think people just totally botch their opinions and they just, they're really not sure what they're talking about. And I like to point them out and say it. I'm not going to pick on anyone's first and last name. I'm not going to have them being spammed on Facebook. That's not right, but I'll just kind of like, you know, I'll poke fun at it. Like, I'll I'll be reading Denver Broncos posts, and I'll pick someone and say, oh, Paxton Lynch should be a starter. I'll be like, your mom obviously drank a lot when you were pregnant because Paxton Lynch is fucking lame. And we'll talk about that for a while. And just stuff like that. You know, just posts. Usually on Facebook, I don't fuck around on Twitter too much. Uh, Instagram's not much for stupid comments. We'll be getting more into Twitter now that we have a Twitter. Uh, yeah. But I don't know how much we'll actually, yeah. Yeah, But exactly. mostly, most of our comments are probably going to come from Facebook. Yeah. Um, we got our putts savage. I'll pick an idiot fan. Yeah, exactly. We both have idiot fans. And then uh, another thing we really yet to touch on, just because this took a lot longer than we thought it would, uh, the John Gruden mishandling of the Khalil Mack trade to the Bears, which is a big, big part of what's going on today in the NFL. Uh, the Bears be covered. irrelevant to potential playoff team with signing of that player. And uh, another thing, Aaron Rodgers, big, huge contract uh, that we got to talk about. A lot of people are... We, I'm in. I'm from the Western UP. Damien is from the Western UP as well. A lot of, a lot of Packers fans. Ton of them. Uh, 
who think that he's worthy of that money, and some opinions may differ. We got to talk about that. What points? What? What's to be made of that? If we think that that's he's worth that or not. So that's another thing coming up shortly. I'm on vacation from the uh, 6th of September all the way through the 26th. I have a lot of football to watch, so we have a lot of things to talk about. Yep. So what we're going to do here is we're going to end this episode, our first episode. We ran a little longer than we anticipated, but it's a trial and error type deal. So uh, this was an experimental. Um, Hopefully we'll refine this a little more. But uh, our next um, our next episode will be this week. We'll split this into two. Um, we have um, – so we never got to our Savage of the Week, our Putts of the Week, uh, and Idiot Fans of the Week. Um, those are things that we will cover on the second episode. We will meet in a couple of days and get that out to you uh, probably Friday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Friday, Saturday, somewhere out there. But yeah. third, this one will be out uh, – Thursday, so you'll, you'll know yeah, when you absolutely. hear it. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, for now, that is a wrap on episode, that is a wrap on episode one. Um, episode two will be coming out in a couple of days. That's, yeah, uh, absolutely. Keep listening. Uh, if you have anything, if you have something you want us to talk about, message us on Facebook. You know, just, we're really connected people. We're not uh, against our fans. We're not trying to shit on people's opinions. So if you have an opinion, whether it be something you think we might think is popular or not, just message us on Facebook. We're usually pretty good about responding. Uh, we've been getting a decent amount of messages lately, but we've been saving them. We've been talking about them uh, in private and just seeing what needs to bring, what needs to come to the episode. So if you think it's something important, Absolutely, heads up on Facebook. Anything about basketball? Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, we're all about our fans. We want people to listen to it. We want people to, you know, interject and say things because that's what we're about. You know, when I when I'm watching a Colin Coward video on Facebook, all the time I want to be able to just like, you know, transport into his fucking studio and be like, well, what the fuck about this? You know, right? And I want him to talk about it. So. That's what we're about. We're very for the fans. Uh, we, we listen to a lot of sports podcasts. We get it. Uh, get a hold of us, man. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt. Let us know what you think. We will even open the door to – if you want to shit all over us, go ahead. If you have something you don't like, say it. We don't. Yeah, we. I trust me. All, offended. No, all criticism welcome. Absolutely. We're if you think I made a shitty pick – that week, let me know, and I'll address it, and I'll mention you by name and tell you that you're either a fucking retard or awesome. And either way, intellectually disabled is the PC term, I guess. Um, and then another thing, if you have, if you want, fantasy football advice, DM us on that too. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at butt basketball, not anything but basketball, but but yeah, basketball. it'll That's work on that. But we'll right now at Butt Basketball on Twitter. So if you have anything to say to us there, that would be the best way to do it. Uh, this is our first episode. I'm pretty excited about it. 
Uh, I got a little drunk beforehand. I was nervous, but I think it worked out pretty good. We didn't even make it through all of our content that we had scheduled. So we'll break this up into two. So we'll break it up into two episodes, and uh, hopefully you guys like what we had to say. If not, absolutely get us get a hold of us on Facebook, get a hold of us on Instagram, DM us, fucking retweet, whatever you got to do. Let us know that we're on bullshit or we're on point. You know, we appreciate whether it be negative or positive criticism. You know, we haven't done anything like this before. So completely new. And also, uh, we are aware that sound quality is probably not the greatest. Um, we are not sound engineers. We don't have a producer. This is literally me and no. DJ recording over guys, Skype. You guys, you looked up shit on Amazon, like what to buy for a podcast. So if you even, you know, technical issues like that, bring it to our attention. We might be able to fix it. Especially if you have suggestions, let us know. Oh, absolutely. The problem. If you got a suggestion on how to fix a sound issue or whatever, any sort of technical issue, if you got if you got um, advice, let us know. But other than that, I think this is a wrap on episode one. Episode one, anything but basketball podcast is in the wraps. Uh, get a hold of us. Let us know what you think. And uh, I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say. So don't tell me that I'm a faggot or that I suck because I'll probably hang myself, so. All right. And, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you in a, well, we'll talk to you in a couple days. All right, now. Bye. I love you.